All right, Modern Problem Show. We are broadcasting from Royal Fox Studio, 415 Howe Ave, Shelton, Connecticut. My name is Davey Love. I already told you that, but fuck it. Tonight we got a big show. We're going to talk about live music. Let me introduce you to our cast of character tonight, because Mike Tepper is not here. Give it up for Susan Ritzer. Psyched to be here. Hello. So yeah, like tonight, we got a big show. We got Gordon Taylor, co-MC of Gathering the Vibes. We're going to talk about vibes, memories of live music, crazy shit, and also talk about what's going on now with the live music returning and all that. So... Get ready, but let me tell you about our sponsors, the ones that pay the bills. You know, I'm a little stressed right now, but that's all right. I took some CBD from the Remedy, 43 North Colony Road, Wallingford, Connecticut. If you need some healing, like, you know, you feel kind of stressed, they have uh, tinctures, they have bombs for all, like, your physical stuff. Like, if you have, like, you know, Susan, you do the spinning classes, so if your muscles hurt after, they have bombs that'll help your muscles. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Massaging in, get the knots out. Uh, But if you don't feel like going and uh, going there in person, theremedy.care. Hit them up. Susan, who else we got? Uh, We've got Antonio's, the original Antonio's in Beacon Falls, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. You've got to try their lunch specials. Dinner, dinner, nice fancy dinner. But you know what my favorite is? What's that? Lasagna balls. Oh, yeah, lasagna balls. No one else has them but Antonio's. Antonio's. Go see my boy Chris Sotaro, Antonio's and Beacon Falls. Also, can't forget, High AF Coffee. Brought to you by our wonderful friend alexis fox they have amazing coffee they're coming with k-cups soon they have cold brew they have sumatra they have everything it's all ethically sourced highafcoffee.com who else we got how about your pizza? Mm, what are we eating right now? Oh, yeah. Papa's Pizza. So good. Of course, I went with the original cheese. Oh, you cheesy. did. I got my favorite. I got the uh, gardenia with like little zucchini, uh, fresh He's zucchini trying to be healthy, to and he can it. with them. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great. Papa's so Pizza. Online.net. They're amazing. Who else we got? Oh, have, where are we? Where are we broadcasting from tonight? Oh, we already. Where are we? We already did that, but you know what? Oh, Happy Jewels. That's right. Happy Jewels. Out of Vegas. That's right. Vegas. Who else do we have? Oh, look at by those heels. I mean, you would be perfect and photogenic. ChadAndersonPhoto.com. He's actually shooting all kind of pics. He's got fandles. You want a candle to set the mood? I do. You want a fandle with my face on it? You light it up to set the mood right. Burn it all night. That's right. It's awesome. ChadAndersonPhoto.com. I think that's all our sponsors. That's it? That's it. I think so. I'm going to go eat some more of that yummy pizza. Well, we got a big show tonight. Uh, Live music is returning which is amazing. I'm excited. 
We got tickets to some shows. We have a show coming up. We have July 23rd. We have uh, Tash Neal and Nardy Boy, which Woo. is going to be an amazing show. And I know you've done a lot of research on Tash ever I since have, I've yeah. uh, introduced you to that. What do you think? It's yeah, interesting. Digging it? Yeah. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. There you go. Hot. His music's hot. He looks hot. There you go. He's on his game. He is. Charge it to the game. Interesting. Yep. Interesting backstory there. So. Oh, yeah. He's going to be in studio, I think, the 14th, and we're going to interview his fiance Chelsea, who's okay. a comedian, and she's also the head producer of the Drew Barrymore show. I know. So we're going to have that coming up. It's trifecta. Um, then we also got tickets to see George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic at College Street, which is going to be George Clinton's last show. I know you guys have heard it a million times. Yeah, my last show. Well, George Clinton is almost like 80-something years old now. This is definitely going to be his last show. And we're going to have uh, Garrett Starchild Jr. in the house. We're going to be hanging for that show. It's going to be great. And we're actually going to have him in studio this Saturday before they play Central Park for their last New York City show. So that's, that's exciting. Yep. And uh, we also have Black Puma. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. They... And how excited was I the other night? Oh, yeah. What? Okay, so they were on my favorite channel on Optimum. I know, I know maybe I'm a dork. Alt Nation, Alternative <laughs> Rock. And I was like, damn, I love them. And I'm like, holy crap, it is them. It's the Black Pumas. Oh, yeah. They are they are amazing. Three, colors. Yep, colors. They, their song rocks. They are amazing. I saw them at uh, Fairfield Theater Company Stage One Jeez. three years ago before their album came out. Look how big they are now. I told them at Fairfield Theater Company that you better book these guys again. They're going to be huge. You made them a star. They've had, they were up for Grammy Best New Artist that year, and then the next year they were up for Album of the Year. Wow. So they've definitely blown up, and mm -hmm. I'm excited to see them uh, at Brooklyn Steel, and we're going to hang out with them. So that's going to be cool. So how we're going to talk about uh, – I guess we'll interview Gordon first maybe. Yeah, let's, let's and then, that way. And, and then uh, – then we'll talk about our funny stories of live music returning. All right? Hello. Gordon Taylor, what is going on, my man? It's Davey Love. Davey Love. How you doing? Davey Love, my Davey. I'll bet you get that a lot. I, I do. I do. I try that. All right, I'll stop now. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Let me introduce you to uh, my co-host. Are you ready? Hey, Gordon. Uh, hold on. I'm not ready yet. Hold on. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> We'll make sure. Now I'm ready. Go ahead. All right. We got my beautiful co-host, Susan Ritzer. How are you? I wasn't ready for that. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm um, great. How are you doing? Good. Good. Thanks. I was hoping you were going to be saying literally across from me. <laughs> she I, was, did. I really well, I did. I, I, I kind of assumed. She did get dressed up for this. Gordon, I said, wait, so, you know. so he's not going to be here? I was like, no. Yeah, no. well, Sorry. Yep. Okay. Hey, well, you got her to dress up, so it worked good for us, Gordon. Thank you. You know, <laughs> I'll be there in uh, in August, and and maybe we can do it again. Oh that, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. You know, I'll be over in Peekskill, so I can take a drive down and visit friends and and whatever. Where oh, you, that that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Where are you right now? Right now, I'm in Novato, California, just north of San Francisco. Ooh, beautiful. Lucky yeah, you. It is. Very nice. Very nice. 
So, Gordon, man, it's been a while since you and I have, like, talked. It's been since vibes, I think, the last time that you and I have talked. I mean, we've communicated on social media and stuff like that, but the last time that we talked was Gathering of the Vibes. And I got to say, yeah, I definitely miss the whole thing, man. Oh, gosh, don't we all? I mean, it's such a huge hole, and I wish it could come back. And the longer it goes away, it seems that just – the harder it is to, to get back to it, you know, if, but I, I wish we could right. get back to something like that because man, what a time we had, right? Oh yeah. Such a great time. Like people used to ask me like, Hey man, well, I don't like, you know, that music, the Grateful Dead stuff. And I was like, Hey, listen, particularly I'm not a fan, but I love the people that play there. I love the people that work there. They're like my family. So it's a different thing, you know, and you'd have to experience that for yourself to understand, you know? It, it was truly like that. I mean, I gave a speech to the staff in 2013 where I talked about, um, how the staff and everybody, what we were was kind of ambassadors to like Buddhas, you know, like Buddha go, went around and he was trying to ease suffering, right, in people. Right. And people in the concert industry, in the entertainment industry, you know, that's kind of what we do. When you walk through the doors, you want to kind of forget about the crap you've gone through either that day or that week or whatever. And when you walked into Vibes, you know, and it didn't matter who you were, you were going to be treated the same and you got to just drop everything at the gate and forget about it for, for three, four days. And we went and we tried to to, to be ambassador, ambassadors of that. And, and I reminded the staff that that's what we do. We're right. the garnish on the plate. You guys are the garnish, man. Right, right. And, and, and you know, we're going to, let these people come in and we're going to give them a really good time and an experience and we're going to put on smiles and we're going to share the good joy right. and fun that we have so that they can take it out there and they can, you know, give it back to whoever they interact with at work or their family or whatever the case may be. It truly was. I mean, I, I took that gathering of the vibes moniker pretty seriously and it was, <clears throat> I, you know, kind of turned it into that. Right. And, that's what it was, man. That's really what it was. It was community. You knew didn't matter where that festival was. It could have been upstate New York. It could have been Bridgeport. Anywhere it was, was home right. for so many people. Right, right. I, I mean, I loved it. Like, everybody that worked there was so nice and stuff. And, like, all the experiences that I had, I could have never had before. I mean, even though I was working all that weekend it was my vacation it was like my like uh amusement park for the summer you know that whole mm -hmm. thing you know your food was taken care of they took care of the food great uh the media tent people were great you know all the stage hands everything now like some of the people the crowd were a little strange for me there but other than that <laughs> you know like i was bringing febreze you know i was febrezing the hippies if you know what i mean Gordon. you know i can't i have no problem with the hippie mantra and the peace and love and all that but when you smell like patchouli and dirt i can't to get down you know <laughs> but this studio smells like that right now <laughs> you know they're, they're, I well i wanted you, to set guys... the mood for for Susan. Oh, I got you there. You know, you could have burned a little Nag Champa. We bit, did. We, that's know? what we have Nag Champa burning in here. Oh, that's freaking oh. hilarious, you know? So, excuse me if I you start know, coughing. 
Well, Susan, oh, like, that's funny. Susan loves music, but she never experienced Gathering of the Vibe. So she was a little oh, worried man. about, like, the whole thing about with the hippies. And I said, listen, don't worry about it. I'm not, like, totally cool with everything there either. And I said, but there's great music that played there. I had to tell her that actually, you know, like, Jane's you would addiction. love Jane's Addiction, you right. know, played. And, oh, like, gosh. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... so- the, some of the best things that Ken did was to put together these these um, lineups. Yeah, Primus yep. uh, was one of them. Jane's Addiction, when Nas played with, uh, was it Stephen Marley? Oh, no, not yeah. Stephen, um, Nas um, and uh, Damian, Damian Marley, Gong Marley. Yep. Which was just amazing. I mean, those were really amazing things. I want to tell you a story about Jane's Addiction when they showed up. This was really cool. So Perry Farrell shows up. Uh, in this limousine and he gets out and he's backstage and he gets out and he's got these two gorgeous women tall legs up to their necks I mean and you know tight dresses and you're like okay you know whatever I guess he ordered a limousine and he uh, sends them on their way to the dressing room and he grabs Bob Kennedy who is the artist relations guy <laughs> yeah, and he, yeah Bob Kennedy I and, love Bob Kennedy he grabs Bob Kennedy and, and he says Bob you know Tell me about this festival, Gathering of the Vibes. What's going on with Gathering of the Vibes? What's this about? And Bob said, well, you know, we're a deadhead festival. We're, you know, And he told them all about it. We were all about the Grateful Dead. We're, we were formed when Jerry Garcia died. And they, you know, about a good 10-minute talk. And Perry Farrell really wanted to get to know who he was playing to. And that performance that night, if you were paying attention, had little aspects of it where he was, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember coming away feeling like, okay, he really kind of played to to the audience. And it was really kind of cool and respectful, I thought, of Perry Farrell to do that. Right. Um, and get to know the, the festival and, and not just, you know, say, okay, f- you know, effing hippies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and move on. But it was it was really cool. And what a night that was, man. Oh, what yeah. a night that was! What what a night it was! That I was would die to see it. So, give me an idea of his set list, if you don't mind, just because, as you know, it wasn't there. Oh, the set list! I yeah. have no idea because I'm not a huge James Addiction oh. fan. <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't right. know. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> but I can tell you this: that I was so impressed with him. I'm, oh, I'm definitely, so cool. you know, I was a stagehand with Bill Graham Presents out here for a number of years. I've seen so much stuff. Oh yeah. Um, one of the best performances I ever saw was Nine Inch, uh, not Nine Inch Nails, Judas Priest, um, where Rob Halford was just absolutely amazing. That guy didn't cool. stop the whole night. And when he came off the stage, I mean, he's got an operatic voice, right? So he's running around and he's singing on key the entire time and just at the top of his lungs. And he comes off the stage and two handlers grab him and one puts an oxygen mask in his face and they whisk him out to the van. And all the stagehands are just in awe, like, you know, we're clapping. Stagehands don't clap for anybody. No. Hey, come on, get off the stage. We want to get to work. Yes. Exactly. And um, but but this was just jaw dropping. And I, I couldn't tell you Judas Priest song from from anybody else. I could tell you Grateful Dead all day long. Right. Right. But um, but this was an amazing performance. So anyway, Jane's addiction was at the vibes and and that's one of the things i loved about vibes was they did these mixes of lineups they would blow hippies vines and some of these things you know oh yeah ben harper and the innocent criminals blowing their minds yeah slightly stupid when i interviewed yeah. them before and i knew that they were a little bit of a punk rock band and i know that they do the reggae and stuff like that uh 
I asked them if they were going to do a, a punk rock song because they have sometimes in the old days would have moshes, mosh pits. And so they, they were like, we didn't plan to, but I said, wouldn't it be awesome if you did seeing 50,000 hippies running around like, you know, <laughs> and they did it. And that's what happened. You could look it up on YouTube and you see like 50,000 hippies, just patchouli and nag champa smells running around. <laughs> it's such a mind fuck. Where was you I know? when this was going on? Because if you get 50,000 hippies to move... That you know. fast. That's saying something right off the bat. Uh, because listen, yeah, I, right? I enjoy indica, Gordon. It's gonna take a lot for me to like get moving around. You know? <laughs> I'm like a bear with a tranquilizer that's on like half hit, you know? Like I yeah, can still move know. around, I know what's going on, but I'm not gonna go like fight anybody or anything, you know. I've seen you with a lot of reggae artists there, Davey, so yeah. I I know your stuff. Yeah, yeah. you love yeah. the indica, huh? I, I do love the indica. Yeah, well Ziggy okay. Marley hanging out with him was great there yep. um yep. i think it's great i will tell you pulse we had uh steel, steel pulse. pulse there one year yeah oh yeah steel pulse uh and uh, power like toots were toots. you there for toots oh yeah i was there for toots toots was amazing toots was yeah. amazing who was your favorite all-time person seeing it five gosh that's you know that's really really hard that's really hard um I can't I can't even put a finger on that one. I would you know, I you talk about toots. I love toots, right? But I'll, one of the most amazing performances I think, one of the most touching performances that, that I recall um was uh, let me just say that that Bob Weir and Rat Dog probably one of the most favorite artists of the Gathering of the Vibes. You know, played, I think, more than any other Grateful Dead artist. So I think he's got some of the best performances out there, I think. Right. Phil Lesh, you know, definitely knocked him out. But I want to tell you about Sharon Jones. Yes. Right? Oh, my God. Sharon Jones, the last year, right? <sighs> we we lost her a year later. Yep, yep. But here's the other thing about that. The year before... Just before we had lost one of our own staff members, Allison Williams. Yeah. And Sharon played her set because Sharon had gone through cancer, right? Mm. And so she played her set and, and dedicated a few songs for Allison. And then a year later, we lost Sharon. But that was an amazing performance, too. I agree. I can share a per personal note on that. I interviewed Sharon that show in the media team. Mm. <clears throat> and... I will say this, and you you know, and I can say it now. Most of the people in the media tent had no clue who the hell they were interviewing, what they were doing. They just were there. That's what. That's <sighs> the facts. So I took over for the Sharon Jones interview, and she go. pulled me aside after and told me that two days before the cancer had come back, and she had Aye. not made the announcement yet. And I was Aye. like... Oh my God. After like, we were flirting in the interview. Cause I asked her who was her favorite sit in or who's that ever, no, who did she hot. ever want to work with like that? And she was like, well, what are you doing later? You know, I'll do a duet oh with my you. Gosh. And I was like, listen, if you could sing like that, you can cook me breakfast. I'll marry you right now. I don't care. <laughs> you know, like that's it. But, yeah, uh, she was amazing. And, oh, and man. that one of the most memorable performances you know and looking back on it right even at the time it was just really memorable 
Doyle um, Bromhill on stage, and then they had all mm. the whole Tedeschi trucks all on stage oh. at one time. That was fucking amazing. I'm with you on this one, Gordon. I am with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, like, tearing up right now thinking about it. Like, yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. Goosebumps kind of thing. Yeah. It, was just, it was just amazing. So that that was a, an extremely memorable memorable performance. You know, you mentioned Primus earlier, and I mentioned Bob Weir, and I don't know. My first vibes was 1999, um, and I remember Bob Weir was there with Rat Dog, and uh, Primus was also there. And it was a um, was it Primus? No, it was Les Claypool's Frog Brigade, because Frog Brigade had just been formed, and they were on the other stage. And Wasserman from Rat Dog was trading bass licks with Les Claypool on the other stage. And that's how they did their segue. That's how they traded. That's how, you know. That's how one band stopped. Rat Dog was finishing up, and right. Um, that was fun. That that was one of the most memorable ones. And that we all thought at the time, right? This is this is the power of like we were all under the influence at the time and thinking, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then you listen, you listen to the tape later, and you're like, uh, um, okay, right. And then an interview, someone asked Rob Wasserman or uh, Les Claypool, you know, did did you know what was going on? Les is like, I couldn't hear a fucking thing the other guy was doing. I was just playing. And we all thought that they were, you know, collaborating when they <laughs> That's the power of drugs. Oh yeah, that is. <laughs> I can't what was the guy whose name who was the artist at large, I think that same weekend, he said it with dispatch. Oh man. Not Jason Crosby. No, um, one of the greatest guitar players of all. What year time. was it? Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Stanley I Jordan. Have Stanley Wait. Jordan. Yes, I will tell you funny stories about Stanley Jordan. I was going to say vibes. Eddie Van Halen, but what do I know? Yeah, Stanley right. Jordan and uh, what's the drummer's name? Kindred. Uh, oh, uh, Kenwood Denard. Kenwood Denard. Yes, I was yes. hanging out with yes. both of them. And because I managed Pete Francis of Dispatch at the time. And so mm -hmm. they wanted to do something together, so I had to set that up. And then while Dispatch was on stage killing it as the last like act that, that year, uh, mm -hmm. I think that, that wasn't the final year, right? Was it? Uh, that Dispatch, I believe, was the final year. No, Ben Harper, I think, was the final ben, year. Okay, yep. Yep, so Dispatch, I was on the stage with Stanley Jordan watching dispatch kill it with funky dogs brass band was amazing oh my god they were great and but then here's the funny story that i haven't told anyone so stanley jordan is a killer guitar player everyone amazing. knows it but he is the most soft-spoken quiet guy ever he's like hello davy i would like to thank you know yep and so he wanted to go thank dispatch like so i had to bring him back to their trailer and you know dispatch they're like a bunch of like hockey dudes you know <laughs> like they're like <laughs> yeah. wrestling you know punching each other in the balls and shit like that after the show and you can hear <laughs> the whole like trailer moving you know it sounds like an episode of cops you know and the cops what you want like the meth labs going crazy <laughs> And I'm walking with Stanley Jordan. He's like, yes, it was such a beautiful thing to play this song. And I could see this <laughs> shit. 
And we opened the door, and I said, hey, Stanley Jordan, they're, like, punching each other in the balls on the floor. And Stanley's like, hello, I just want to thank you guys for a great show. And they're oh like, hey, great, thanks. And they close the door, and I just look at Stanley Jordan, and I'm like, I will never, ever live this moment again because my head is exploding right now. <laughs> you know? It's such iron- irony. That's where the comedy comes from, man. Oh, that yeah. Was, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a, it's it's hilarious. And then I could tell you, Mickey Hart, I had like a, a run in with him, which was pretty funny. I interviewed him and his dog, you know how peaceful and everything he is. I interviewed yeah. him. His dog was barking in the background like, I'm, I'm. and he's like, Davey, hold on, man. Hold on. I got to take care of the dog. The dog's barking. And he's like, shh, shh, shut up, shut up. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Ah, ah. And he throws the dog. You could hear the dog go outside, and he's like, Shoo! and he comes back, and he's like, okay, Dave, you're going to edit that out, right? And I'm like, sure, I lied. I totally was not going to edit that out, because before we had talked about that, he's talking about the existential waves of the drums, like releasing like energy aura into the universe and pulling it in and centering your chakras, and then screaming at his dog. I let that play. And then that we- is hilarious so gordon here's like a 41 so when we get to vibes now like that interview's aired it's legendary deadheads want to kill me um so get to the meeting (laughs) and they're about to go do the interview with mickey hart you know to go to his trailer we all walk back there he opens the door and he goes you guys can all thank that asshole right there davy love i'm not doing an interview and slams the door Oh no, Davy! Yeah, yep, yep. I think I remember hearing about that. uh... (laughs) I could, but come on, who would ever pass that up? Who in their head would think that Mickey Hart is yelling at his little dog? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, yeah. Uh, I always will, yeah. I'll edit shit out for anyone, but that like, and I've edited out some crazy that had to shit. Stay, huh? That had well, to you know, stay. I got it. I got it. You know, uh, kudos to you for sticking to your guns. Yeah, I like. I had to do it. So, I I love Mickey. I apologize to him after. You know, everything we got everything smoothed over. He didn't do any interviews, but I apologize to him after I explained why. You know, no one has would... he done any interviews with you since. No. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Okay. I, I haven't reached out to him after that. I kind of was like, that one is the one legendary one. I don't need any more now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, would, it would be kind of like if Jimi Hendrix like played a song for me on air and then asked me if I wanted to do another interview. I'd be like, I, I got everything. This is like, I want to remember this is the like best and leave it at that. You know? That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So how are you doing any uh, emceeing now? I'm not doing any emceeing. Um, I've done a little bit, but uh, what I've been doing with my time since Vodge um, and what I've been doing for years, first of all, I'm a, by day, I'm a, a programmer, a web programmer. So a software, web-based software programmer. That's how I make my living. And uh, I also do production work on the side for um, for Save a Foundation, you know, Wavy Gravies. Oh yeah, uh, foundation to help I, people with with uh, blindness right. uh, in all around the, the world, mostly in Nepal, where there was a lot of rampant blindness unnecessarily. Right, and uh, so they they pay for cataract surgeries, which are really simple things, um, and inexpensive, 
Uh, and it's Seva Foundation, which is seva.org, um, is a great foundation. And, and I've been donating my time to helping them put on big concerts and raising lots of money with people like Jackson Brown and Bonnie Raitt and uh, mm. Joan Baez and, and um, Dr. the late great Dr. John oh, Dr. and a bunch of bunch of others we've had, you know, Chris Robinson, Brotherhood, um, yep. all kinds of people. So I've been donating my time to that and being a production assistant there, um, working a lot up at the hog farm with Black Oak Ranch and, and events that are produced up there, such as the Kate Wolf Music Festival. Oh, and working cool. uh, production with that one. Mm -hmm. And uh, coming up in August, there's a big one up there um, called Days Between. Oh, and it's um, I can't say who's playing yet. It should be announced tomorrow, but oh, uh, it's shit, be you better big... keep us posted. Yeah, it's going to be a big, giant hippie fest. You'll love it with all the patchouli and nag champa. <laughs> you know Here's the thing. I got to say, as a side note, there's a sign up in a store in Humboldt County in Arcata uh -huh. that says um, no patchouli allowed. I'll tell you, the patchouli thing has kind of died out. <laughs> Just I like so you that know. store. Oh, point me to that Gordon, store. I agree with I maybe in California, but here in Connecticut, it's not. I will tell you what the hippies are now. Are you ready for it? I respect uh, you, and I respect the old hippies. I totally do, and I love it. But now in Connecticut, you have a new breed of of hippies that nobody's talking about. These are trust fund kids that just want to get high and follow that whole experience. But that experience has already happened, so it's like they're living in like a time warp thing. So they smell like the patchouli and, and sweaty and don't take showers because they're conserving water and all this and that. But they live in multi-million dollar houses in like Greenwich and Fairfield County, you know what I mean? And they're That's burning oh, Davey, soy you're, candles. You're, you are describing the same kids I grew up with and went to go see Grateful Dead concerts because I grew up in Greenwich, mind you. Oh, okay, and so you it know. it was no different then you know when there's a word for them they're called trustafarians so Ooh, um <laughs> i like that one uh, you know and the, sorry i was know, hitting the, my uh, pen there sorry about that no that's okay and so um i'm familiar with those those folks and they you know they've been around for a while oh yeah there's no nothing new there right right i just think it's funny like that that's what it is like a lot around here and then the other thing they have a lot is a lot of cover bands around here oh, that yes. do that. And yes. that, I like, like, I've seen Dead in Company, you know? I like seeing, like, the real shit, the real members. I don't want to see, like, you because you, like, not you, I'm just saying, someone who has a cover band and, like, plays the, that type stuff. I really am not a fan of it, you know? Mm. Yeah, you'd have a hard time out here because we have Terrapin Crossroads, which is Phil Lesh's place. Oh, shit. No, see, and I we, like shit like that, like Phil Lesh's shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that type yeah. stuff. Like I'm for it. I'm there. I saw the dead tons of times as a kid. But mm. I'm not like the dead cover shit. I don't like – I'm not a Fish fan. But Susan could tell you a good story about Fish because she was actually doing research <laughs> on you. But actually – go ahead, Susan. <laughs> tell them. This is great, Gordon. This is where the dumb blonde comes into play. <laughs> Without even seeing a picture of you. Okay, go for it. I thought you were a Mike Gordon and a fish. I can't even. Oh, that's, oh my God. So, and I'm like, 
holy crap <laughs> i went to go get pizza and they came back and they're all like this, excited they're talking on the phone i'm like what is going this on this has got to be edited out it's so bad i'm like i cannot believe this i'm like oh my god he's a founding member they founded in 1983 at uvm like i know the whole story and i'm all excited so i start texting my girlfriends and one's the biggest fish head and she is like holy shit Oh my God. And she starts funny. going to town with the questions. I'm like, um, big well, mistake. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint. No, not at all. No way, Gordon. <laughs> I am more happy to interview you than any of those guys. Than Mike Gordon. Well, that's interesting. Well, that's man. cool. Thank you. But no, you're more interesting. Oh, right on. Right on. No, really. I have no idea what Mike Gordon's like. but I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure he's good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either, but I know I know who you are. And actually, you were talking about Wavy Gravy. It was his birthday recently. It was. It was his birthday day before yesterday. He turned 85 years old. Yep. 85 years old. Um, still going at it. That's amazing. You know, he's uh, almost every bone in his body broken. He's been in a body cast twice. Oh my if God. we could do as well as he could and live to 85 after that, We'd be all, we'd all be like, you know, doing really well. Oh yeah. He's, he's doing great. He, um, Bob Weir, uh, and his Bob Weir's wife just went to go see him yesterday to wish him a happy birthday. Um, he's with his wife, Jahanra, and they're getting ready to do day camp, uh, in Berkeley because, you know, they can't do the sleepaway camp because of the COVID thing. Right. Right. So this is the second year they're doing a day camp camp when a rainbow, um, and he's doing really well. That's good. You know, I love Wavy. I love him. I love hang. I loved hanging out with him at Vibes. And I will tell you this: he gave the best radio tags ever in the history. Yeah, man. He would go through the whole spiel, and then he would be like, because he remembers all the shit he's going to say before, and then he'd be like, "Modern feelings," and I'd be like, "Nope," and he'd be like, "Modern times," and I'd be like, "Nope." <laughs> Modern, you know, we would go on. I, I recorded all that because I was like, this is great radio right here. You know, like, I love him. Then he got it right. I edited it out perfectly for that. But, like, the long extended one I had to keep for myself because it's so funny. It looks like, hey, man, why the hell am I talking to this asshole, Davey Love, right now? Oh, stop. <laughs> I love you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I uh, love Wavy Gravy, and I'm so glad that he's still around and, and giving us um, – still you know reading he would he's um during the pandemic he would read stories on wednesdays wednesday mornings because that's what he would do at camp right he's read read stories to the campers in the morning so he's doing well well that's good we all wore red noses the other day and wished him a happy birthday oh shit i still have my red nose he gave me one time there oh that thing must be really uh crusty by now oh it's totally crusty totally but, but it's funny like when i put up pictures with him on facebook after interviewing people were like oh man i saw him just at the shelton diner he had this this and this and i was like oh my god these people are stalking him and wondering what he's eating and shit i was like oh, good god, <laughs> god <that's> creepy. <laughs> so creepy like Who does I, that? I could put a picture hanging out with perry farrell and people would be like oh cool i put a picture up a wavy gravy they're like oh i saw him at like two o'clock at the diner and he had this and that and blah 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 and i was like what the hell you know like <laughs> wavy gravy he takes the cake yeah yeah he does he takes the cake and he'll eat it oh yeah definitely i guarantee you you he, know he definitely will he definitely will well gordon 
I want to thank you so much. Oh, Susan has something to say. So now that yeah. we know that you're not Mike Gordon, right? My phone is still, my phone's blowing up. Everyone wants to know, <laughs> will Gathering of Vibes ever happen again? I'm getting tons of text messages from it. So you got to ask Kenny. Well, then I, I'm, I don't I'm know. glad you asked that question. And and that, that will Gathering of the Vibes ever happen again? Um, that's a that's a question best answered by Ken Hayes, and and but what I would say is I would love to um, help. You know, there's a couple of people that I've talked to uh, that want to do something like the Gathering of the Vibes back east, and all we need <laughs> this is a call out is a big piece of property, right? And yep. um, we need uh, some money. And we can put together a business plan, and we will put together something like the Gathering of the Vibes, and um, have a really good time doing it. And so that's what I would say to that okay. question. Um, I don't think we'll ever have anything like the Gathering of the Vibes ever again. Nope. You know, I think what we had was beautiful, and I think what we should do is, if we want to do something like that again, is kind of put together what I'm talking about and see if we can. Uh, put together something different but just as good oh yeah well people want it back so. i think they should have you know? i mean they have tribute bands and cover bands why not make a fucking like festival like memory you know like hey and have yeah. all the same bands booked and they play that set from that time do you know how many people would go to that shit yeah you know D like so really. uh, oh, thank you for answering that um at least I could take that home to the girls and boys. Yeah, take it home to the yeah. girls. And and the other thing I would say is that it, it would probably never happen in Bridgeport again. That, okay, so that um, was my second question. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it would probably never happen in Bridgeport again. And that's, you know, it's unfortunate, but I, but I, why? I, I, can't, I can't really talk to why. Um, again, that's more of a Ken Hayes thing. Um, I know that there was some bad blood between the city of Bridgeport and the festival after we left. Mm -hmm. There was some articles in the paper about some things and i think um that had some things have to be worked out if, if that was ever to be approached again but again i'm i'm speaking probably more out of turn than i should because not knowing the details of that stuff but i don't think it would ever happen in bridgeport again and i think it it would be fine because you know gathering of the vibes moved around anyway that was one of the the fun things about it even though it was difficult from a production standpoint to move from place to place there's lots of places to go oh yeah um, besides bridgeport and we had fun even though it was a learning experience up at ilcc indian lookout country club upstate in new york mm -hmm. it still um was a great place to hold a festival and and it would be great if we could find a big piece of property like that you know we could look um, in greenwich and, connecticut i mean they would welcome us there right <laughs> would they <laughs> imagine you know, the, uh, Ken, they already have that greenwich town fest i know well, and, and greenwich greenwich town town party. right it's put, so, by, right. put and, on and, by I, ken hayes there you go put on, yeah he oh, helps produce true. it and i understand that you know they if i still following. lived in greenwich my understanding is a lot of people in greenwich didn't get a chance to get tickets that yeah. became a controversy too that's that. a very small venue down there so oh yeah uh, grass island um area so you know, whatever. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. Whatevs. Well. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, Gordon. Have a, have a slice of pizza and a Coke and forget about it. That's right. Forget about it. 
Well, I want to thank you, man, so much for like uh, reminiscing about vibes, memories and stuff and talking about the future of like what's going on with the music and like the pandemic and what you're going through and everything else. Now, I definitely want to have you in studio when you come here in August. Uh, I think around that time I should be interviewing John Popper. Um, oh, yeah, man, John. I like John. He's a good guy. Yeah. We're friends. Good um, friend of I've mine. I met Love him and friends with his ex-wife and his little kid good guy really, oh yeah really good, really guy. good guy definitely i love him so he's gonna probably uh be in um so i'd love to uh we we should hang definitely and, and yeah ca- and i'd have love you to hang studio. man i'll bring some good indica for you too. yeah man definitely definitely <laughs> yum on <laughs> yeah, you're awesome you are hey, hey listen um thank you for answering my questions i just didn't know enough so i appreciate um, yeah but those sure, are what sure. my friends are blowing up my phone about and they really want you know, to. I, I would love for it to happen again. I, I, I want to put together something like that. And like I said, there was a couple of people that were involved with the festival at a, at a high level that would love to be able to do it again as well. And we could put together a business plan if we had a piece of property and we had some um, some folks, uh, some investors. Yeah. I, I mean, that. quite frankly, that's a very serious proposal. So, okay. Um, yeah. Right. Now, especially with COVID ending, I would love to do something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good Definitely. answer. Definitely. Well, Gordon, thank you so much, man. We look forward to catching up with you. And this interview will air on Wednesday. I'll send you all the stuff. And it'll be right streaming on, on all the platforms. It's nice meeting you, Gordon. Nice meeting you, too, virtually. And um, when I come in the studio, I'll be sure to wear my best Mike Gordon mask. <laughs> no, no mask. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing have a great all right. night alright Gordon have all a right, good you one guys, you guys take care bye bye right, bye. oh that was awesome Gordon Taylor is the man so what'd you think he's so cool I told he you he's great yeah he's fucking awesome Damn. well I'm excited live music's fucking coming back um, it's live it's coming <clears throat> next week we're gonna talk about dating during the pandemic and what's going to happen after and how people are going to social interact you know it's awkward time but we're going to talk about that you know everyone here could talk about that you know i'm like a deer in headlights right now looking at davy like really <laughs> so it's gonna be good Kill me. <laughs> it's gonna uh-huh. be good uh i've got stories oh yeah don't we all we definitely got stories so it's gonna it's gonna be good. Tune in next week. Modern Problem Show. Oh yeah.